Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with another uh, edition of the Philippe Matthews Show. I'm super duper duper excited today to have uh, a guest on that I consider to be legendary because uh, in this new world that we live in called social media, uh, this is the guy who I guess in that arena would be called God because he wrote the Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to Lon Sacco, uh, who is the author uh, of the uh, Social Media Bible, and uh, this cat is truly an innovator and a professional speaker of over 20 inventor of the first uh, computer to save a human life, uh, as we as reflected by Steve Jobs. We're going to talk about that. Well, well, Don it how are you, Lon? How are you doing, Lon? Uh, Good to be on the show, boy. That's a heck of an intro. I'm man, like, man, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath, Lon. I'm just saying. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know they say there's always a guy that doesn't need any introduction, but you have done so much. Yes, you do. <laughs> there's a ton of stuff on there. I am like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I am loving it. Well, as you know, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Kathy Heasley, is who brought us together, and Kathy is an absolute superstar yeah. uh, and rocker roller in, in branding, <clears throat> responsible for, you know, Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki's uh, uh, image and brand, and uh, Massage Envy and many others, as well as yourself and myself. Um, and with she told me about you. I said, "Well, who, who would who would write a book called the, the Social Media Bible? This guy must know everything about social media." <laughs> so I immediately went to to Amazon, bought yeah. the book, and I said, "Yep, he 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 is, he knows everything about uh, social media." <laughs> that this is a holy book, though, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, 800 pages. Well, you know, when I started it, I didn't know everything about social media. I started where everybody else did, just trying to figure out what the heck it was. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when I, uh, I realized quickly that interviews back-to-back, it would run continuously for 24 hours. Wow. So by the time My I got done with those interviews and all of the research, um, I actually, yeah, wrote that 800-page monster, um, it, everything that you could possibly want to know about social media. You know, uh, it, it's funny because uh, uh, there are so many uh, books out yeah. uh, on social media, and there are so many um, what I call business card experts, um, <laughs> yeah. people who go uh, uh, to Kinko's and get a business card made up and say they're a social media marketing expert. <laughs> well put. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and 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 here's a guy who basically wrote the encyclopedia on social media marketing, and uh, because he did the research and went to the source of the people who created the darn thing. Um, talk to us about 
uh, what is a, what do we look for when we're looking for a social media expert? Well, you know, it's really tough. Just like you said, the, uh, within a year of when social media really became hot, there was probably a quarter million people out there calling them social media experts. And when clients contact me and they want that advice, they ask that question, I said, all you have to do is ask your social media expert to explain the SEO implications of blogging. And if they can answer that question, then they may know something about social media. But mm -hmm. just because they created a Facebook page and sent out a couple of tweets really does not make them. It's Google Juice and Link Love. You just can't get enough Google Juice and Link Love. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and really, just you know, by blogging, I mean, the first thing it does is it, create, it sets you aside from everybody else. Because when people search for your industry keywords and your blog continuously shows up, people perceive you as an industry expert. So sure. there's that. And the reason that your blog is going to continue to come up is because of the SEO applications. And what that means is the more content, the more web pages, the more blog pages that you have indexed by any of the search engines, let's just use Google, for example, mm -hmm. the the more that your website, your name, and your industry keywords are tied together, linked together in the search engines. So when you type in your industry keywords, you come up first. And that's actually what we want to do. We want to show up in the first two, three, four listings inside of Google. You never want to be below the fold, meaning you never want to scroll down to find your website. And just as a quick example, I was interviewed by Inc. Magazine not too long ago. And at the end, I asked the reporter, I said, why did you pick me out of all of the people calling themselves social media experts? He says, because every time I typed in the word social media, yours was the only name that came up. Wow. And I was like, hello, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. And, and that's what you want for your business. Well, now, I remember having a conversation with you previously, and you were saying that, you know, that blogging uh, or specific type of blogging can also work against you a little bit. Is that right? Well, people think you install WordPress, you uh, click on the button, and it says create a new post. You type in what you're thinking. You say save. And really, that's all there is to it. Well, uh, you, you know, that's a, a simple application, obviously, but, you know, what makes social media is doing a lot of different things. It's really multitasking, cake layering, I call it, uh, you know, uh, because it's not really one thing that we're, you know, there's, there's some people say, oh, well, just do Twitter. No, you can't really. You're estimating that by the first week of August, Facebook is going to break one billion members. Wow. So with a billion people. Yeah. I mean, that's just like 25% uh, of the Earth's population. I guarantee you customers and prospects are going to be there. So you need to be there. And you're right. You need to be doing Twitter. You need to be doing some traditional. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's go back a little bit uh, in time. And let's talk about when social media really began because you know the internet obviously had its big boom and its big gold rush and you know if you build it they will come uh, and then you know Google became a player and I think Google became that um, uh, that that force that uh, forced social media to come into uh, into play because uh, SEO was not a it wasn't a word it wasn't a term it was it, it did not exist. 
can you give us a little bit of, uh, of history of, of uh, the rollout of all of this before, you know, before YouTube, before Facebook, which was really not that long ago? Well, yeah, that's the funny thing. In most of our lifetimes, we were around before the Internet actually ever existed. The first application of the Internet, the first time I heard about it, was when just after they made it public, and there were a couple of Internet service providers like AOL that were actually offering access to the Internet. And that goes all the way back to about 1994. Mm -hmm. But we know no, nobody, especially as marketers, had no idea what to do with the Internet. So the first thing we did is we created something called brochureware. We, my first e-commerce site was in 1999. And then around that same time, here's where social media really started to kick in with the invention or the release of email. Because social media is media that we use to be social. And I'm not being a wise guy. Think about it. Mm, mm -hmm. Email is a media or a medium, a technology. And mm -hmm. we use email to be social because it provides two-way communication. Sure. So I always call email the original social media. And that's about 1999. And then we start the you know, first week in November. Um, I, er, excuse me, October, I got an email from a woman from the Netherlands who saw one of my videos on YouTube and liked the way I present, wanted to know more about social media, and I contacted her, and by the first week of December, I actually was touring the Netherlands, all of the universities in the Netherlands, on a full, <laughs> I mean, I got paid uh, my full price, spent an entire week over there, all of my expenses, and actually picked up a client. So YouTube generated a lot of money at the end of the year for me. If you look at technology, uh, my daughter, for example, is uh, 20, 28 years old, and when she was a, a baby, I gave her one of my first very used cell phones that she would carry around. So mm -hmm. she's been carrying a cell phone since she was two years old before she was actually carrying a rattle. So she's not intimidated, wow. not intimidated at all by the technology. Where <laughs> myself, when I uh, took my finals getting out of college, the question, the big question at the university was, do we make them use slide rules or are they allowed to bring in a calculator that could add and subtract? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I gave it myself for that on that one. <laughs> that is amazing. But, you know, it's true. Um, uh, the, the other thing is that I, I feel that social media and just uh, Internet technology uh, is moving at the speed of sound, the speed of light, the speed of thought. And it's hard to keep up as you get used to one medium or platform, let's say Facebook, for instance, then you get another one that just popped up, Pinterest, that is soaring the charts uh, in numbers uh, in popularity. How does one keep up? Well, you know, that's a great question, too. And, and as I said earlier, you do have to put time in on it, but the ROI is great. And it's not as bad as you think once you kind of get comfortable with what's out there. For example, up, in, up until about two years ago, everything was pretty stable. I mean, you had your Twitter and your Facebook and your Flickr and your YouTube. They were the giants. And then Google came out with Google+, Plus, which is a Facebook knockoff, and they did a pretty good job. Google's great at creating products. They really stink at bringing products to market. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Google way Absolutely. Virtual. I mean, they Completely. had... Completely. Google Fran Connect and all of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Poor so, Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor Google. Yeah. Twenty-four uh, billion dollars a year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a loser. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, really, in the last two years, Google Plus was really the next one that came on, and now we do have Pinterest, which is kind of like a Flickr photograph posting website. It's kind of like Flickr or uh, Photo Barrel or some of those others. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, keeping up with the latest fad, you, you just got to kind of be aware. But you know what we're always talking about here is audio, text, photos, and video. Yeah, yeah. Those are the four mediums. That's it. Yeah. Um, what do you think happened to MySpace? I mean, when we first really started talking about social media, uh-huh. MySpace was what you would refer to. It was huge. It was wow, just yeah. amazing. It was a, it was literally a phenomenon uh, on the internet. You know, it really was, and it was the first really big social network. It, and when I wrote the first edition, it actually was bigger than Facebook. And mm-hmm. my, my very first edition of, of the Social Media Bible really talks very little bit about Facebook and, and does refer quite a bit to MySpace. MySpace originally was invented for musicians, for non-labeled artists, to kind of share ideas and thoughts and their latest music, the newest cutting-edge music. Well, if you think about it for a second, cutting-edge music, free down loads, I mean, that's going to attract teenagers like garbage cans attract raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> Great analogy, Lon. <laughs> I can tell you live in the woods. And uh. <laughs> had a daughter, so she's yeah. Facebook. But over the last six months, the management at, at MySpace has done a phenomenal job of breathing new life into it, and there's over 200 million active members, and I still maintain my profile there. Why not? Absolutely. I, I, you know, 200 million is 200 million eyeballs that might, uh, that, that where your business or your product or service uh, uh, could live. Absolutely. Yeah, you just need one client out of that whole base, and it's certainly worth the 10 minutes of time it takes to set up a profile. Isn't that the truth? Uh, let's go back for a moment now. Uh, you uh, In a week. Wow. So that was really fun going into the early 80s with having something that no one else had invented before. And then I started working on some, what now you look back on it, was actually artificial intelligence. I, by the late 70s, I actually taught a computer to speak and to recognize my voice. So what happened was I pioneered some of the very first voice recognition ever available on a PC. Then I tied in home automation. I figured out how to get a computer engineering job back, and he had a condo over in Seattle, and it saved his life. Oh, my God. NBC heard about it, did a special on it. Again, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I was just helping out a disabled person. Next thing I know, uh, John Scully flew me to Cupertino, and uh, they made me a certified developer. I started a company, which led to a 12-year career, 25 national offices, uh, patents, 125 copyrights, three international offices, and literally dozens and dozens of people that uh, we saved their lives with this technology. That, uh, you know, uh, obviously uh, one of the biggest moments in anyone's life is, you know, the birth of their child or, you know, their, their, you know, their marriage or something of sort. But uh, beyond that, I mean, you have... Uh, lived a life and created a life that uh, has history and legacy 
um, uh, while you're still living. <laughs> that's you know that's kind of cool the way you say that. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. Most times we talk about people uh, who have done these amazing things uh, after they have passed on many many years you know ago. <laughs> yeah, but not in real life, in real time. Yeah, uh, that is unbelievably amazing. That, uh, it, oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> you know, and when I was doing it, it was just something fun to do, and I could do it yeah. because yeah. I could do it. No one else knew how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. talk about specialized skill and and being able to uh, do uh, the greatest amount of good and the least amount of harm. I mean, you are the poster boy of that, aren't you? <laughs> well, I try. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you don't try. You you did and are doing. Uh, so so for the people listening, um, Lon and I obviously have a great rapport. Uh, and, and what I want you guys to do when you're while you're listening to this, uh, I want you to multitask. <laughs> Uh, and this book uh, is it. If you want to learn and master social media, this is it. When I wanted to learn and master branding and marketing, I talked to Kathy. When I wanted to learn and, uh, uh, how to master uh, real estate I, uh, and, and, and cash flow, I talked to Kiyosaki. When I, so you just look at these experts that, that have produced the most amount of materials and the most amount of success and follow the leader. And so go and get social media Bible. So with that being said, yeah, I get that question asked a lot. And after, I, the first edition of the Social Media Bible, by the way, uh, April 11th, the third edition of the Social Media Bible uh, launches, which I'm really excited about. Excellent. And in the first edition, I took a, a three-pronged approach, tactics, tools, and strategies. And the third part was strategies, but it was kind of based on a lot of marketing strategy books that you have might have read in college, you know, typical business strategies. And when I, I listen to my customers, social media campaign, guaranteed, mm -hmm. and it's pretty simple. The first step is to take a look at your traditional marketing. Look at everything that you've done over the last year. Use a whiteboard or a yellow pad and write down headings for every marketing campaign that you did. Maybe you did print, maybe you did radio advertising, maybe you did direct mail, whatever it was. And then put down all of your costs, your hard costs, your printing costs, your design costs. Put your, your time in there. Put in a little bit of overhead because if you didn't have an office, you wouldn't be able to do this out of the trunk of your car. So mm -hmm. list all of the expenses and then total them up. And then simply estimate how many new customers you picked up last year as a result of each of those campaigns. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that you're going to see is you're going to say, OMG. <laughs> some of the campaigns really sucked. <laughs> yeah. You spent $15,000 and you got one new customer. Guess what? You could have flown that person down to Tijuana, got him totally drunk, had a great time, turned him into a customer, and come home with $9,000 in your pocket. So mm -hmm. You don't want to do that. So it'll identify what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. The second part is take a look at just three things in social media, blogging, microblogging, and social networks. Blogging we talked about. Mm -hmm. Microblogging is Twitter. Mm -hmm. And social networks are being involved in all of the major networks, Facebook, LinkedIn, MySpace, Plaxo, Academy, whatever. Just get your profiles out there so that when customers are looking for you, you can be found. Mm -hmm. The third part is, and this is what my newest book, uh, the, new, the very newest book, and I am deliberately 
trying to change the way the world does marketing with this new concept, and it's called Fusion Media Marketing. Yes. And the book is Fusion Marketing Bible. <laughs> a totally new concept. And that means completely and thoroughly integrating your traditional marketing based on the first step of what worked and the trinity of social media, the three things that I just talked about. Mm -hmm. Take the best three out of social media, what you found to be the best out of your traditional, and completely integrate them in step three. Step four, you've got to find resources now to implement your new plan. Well, if you refer to step one, you'll see that there was a lot of things you spent money and time on that really did not give you a great return on investment. Mm -hmm. Take those monies and those human resources and now move them into your integrated social media traditional plan, and you'll have more than enough resources to successfully launch that. The fifth part is simply measure. You can't manage what you don't measure. Mm -hmm. So deliberately design in ways that you can track what you're doing so that you'll know what's effective and what's moderately effective so you can improve it and what's completely ineffective so you can simply stop it. And that's it. Find just those five steps. Well, you know, this is fascinating because we talked about fused marketing and, and I uh, believe or predict that fused marketing uh, will be the new model uh, for... Well, he introduced me to the vice president of social media marketing. <laughs> so I look him right in the face and I said, before I leave here today, I'd like you to introduce me to your vice president of billboards. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> you don't get it. You wouldn't have a vice president of billboards, so why do you have a vice president of social media. It's true <laughs> that social media is implemented a little bit different, but it's still just marketing. You can't segregate the two. Put the two together, look at them as one cohesive set of tools, and you won't believe it, what you can get out of this. I mean, it's absolutely amazing, the whole concept of fusion, and I'd love to come back sometime and explain that to you. I can't wait for that book to come out, and yes, you will be back on the show when we're going to talk about it. Uh, awesome. You know, now, speaking of that, this new technology or new application called QR codes, uh, quick yeah. reference codes, uh, you know, it, to the savvy uh, folks, it's really called on. I mean, even I had a conversation with Tom Ziegler, uh, Zig Ziegler's son, and they just co-wrote a book, and they just put a QR code on the cover of the book, which I thought was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's smart marketing. So if you're on the plane, they would say, "Hey, here, uh, take your take your uh, iPhone out, scan it, and it automatically download uh, uh, the first chapter of the book for them." Isn't I awesome? said that is so darn smart. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Now you, uh, when we're talking about fused marketing, you uh, are doing and have done the same thing. I mean, you cannot read your bio, a PDF download, uh, your website without running across this QR code. Yeah. Talk about, <laughs> talk about the importance of that. How that integrates into fused marketing for uh, the the business. You know, you're absolutely right, and that's part of this whole fusion thing. I mean, if you look at a paper book, that's about it old-school, traditional marketing as you can possibly get. It's mm -hmm. a paper book. It's ink on dead trees. No interactivity. 
But with the new social media Bible that's coming out uh, later this month, uh, a couple of weeks, you can turn to pick a chapter, you turn to the first page of the chapter, and there's a QR code there. And you simply point your smartphone at it, and then there's a two, three, four, five-minute video of me talking to you personally, explaining what's going to be in the chapter, what's important, the points that you need to know, maybe some stuff I haven't wasn't able to fit into the chapter, so that before you even start reading it, you've built a relationship with me, and I've given you insights on what you're about to read. Amazing, amazing. You know, when we're talking about fused marketing, I mean, I really, really, really love this concept of fused marketing. It just, again, makes so much sense. I just see so many applications. Uh, I remember... Uh, years ago, interviewing uh, Robert Allen, uh, Robert G. Allen, and, 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 and he said what he loved about the Internet is that, that you get to fail fast for free. And I'll never forget that. i never forget that quote. And, and QR codes is kind of that kind of technology because you can take a, a classified or display ad, put a QR code on that, on that newspaper, which is about as basic uh, yeah. old school marketing as you can get, and through that, unleash an entire campaign. Yes, yes. The thing is, is that we're talking print, which is the least exciting, oldest type of marketing that's been around. I mean, it's been around since the 1500s when Gutenberg invented the, the press. He, mm -hmm. he did it to reproduce the Bible. I am sure the second thing that was ever printed on the very first press was marketing materials <laughs> to sell the Bible. But Absolutely. For the very first time, we have taken this completely innate, in, non-interactive piece of paper, and we've turned it into a learning, reading experience, because you can connect it. You can connect it to PDFs. You can connect it to JPEGs, websites, videos, photograph, additional information, downloads. Uh, you can even use QR barcodes. I have them in all my email signatures. Simply point your phone at my email signature, and your smartphone will automatically <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, actually, it trends. I mean, that, that's why I do kind of live in the future, because it's, to me it seems so simple. If you have this and that, well, then you're going to have that, because it's kind of a straight line, which mm. is, that's what got me to fusion. You have traditional. Traditional will never go away. It's going to struggle for a while because mm -hmm. prices are going up and effectiveness is plummeting, but it's not going to disappear. Social media is going to stay strong, no doubt about it. Again, three years, five years from now, there's not going to be, it's, all of it is just going to be called marketing again. It's all going to come together cohesively into one tool set. And what we're going to see as far as social networking tools, Facebook is going to continue to grow for a while, but there's no, they're going to run out of people. So eventually we're going to see the, that curve, that S-curve, really start to hit Facebook pretty hard where there's just going to be less and less signups, and, and that's mm -hmm. logical. But a billion people, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Google mm -hmm. Plus is going to continue to grow, but it will never rival Facebook, um, no matter how good of a job they do. And the reason is, is Facebook is entrenched. There's companies, there's app developers, there's people using it to market. So people aren't going to leave there unless Facebook does something stupid. Mm. And we were all a little bit nervous about this whole timeline thing, and we're not really sure how that's going to play out. Mm -hmm. but, but that was a major change for everybody. So 
if they play their cards right, stop, don't mess up with the security like they've been doing right along, because we've had security issues with Facebook right along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, matter of fact, right now is in a huge lawsuit with them uh, gathering, and um, uh, they're about ready to ban Facebook from mm-hmm. the country of Germany. Mm-hmm. So as long as they don't screw up, th- th- their success is pretty much guaranteed. Google would do well. But I don't think they'll ever catch up to Facebook. What we're also going to see, I think, is more and more of these websites being really social aggregators. Just like you can have a Google homepage that pulls all different blogs in and gives you active links and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. these like little windows from all, all. Well, I think we're going to start seeing more of that. For example, uh, Facebook, we're going to see chat, uh, text chat being uh, much more prevalent. We're going to start seeing uh, probably video conferencing. The Skype capabilities. We're going to see probably tweet capabilities. And the reason is is that Facebook and Google and all of the giants are smart enough to know if you have someone captured in your website participating, and by the way, clicking on advertisement, because that's how they make their money, Mm -hmm. and they want to go send a tweet, don't let them out. Let them stay Mm -hmm. inside the technology, inside Mm -hmm. the, the, the Facebook. So we're going to see an awful lot of kind of crossover and probably acquisitions. Um, Twitter still has not figured out how to make mm-hmm. any money at all. Mm-hmm. They, they have not even made 99 cents yet. <laughs> the cost of a common app. Talk about a burn rate. <laughs> yeah, they have a huge burn rate because of the number of servers that they have to manage. And the you know eventually the investors are just going to get a little bit ticked off and say monetize or we're pulling the pulling the plug on you. They should have probably sold it to Apple for eight hundred million dollars last year when they had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So they they just haven't figured it out because if they put advertisements inside of Twitter, someone else is going to come up with a free system, and Twitter could put themselves out of business by inserting advertising. It's a very dangerous kind of tricky place to be. You know, you bring up something very interesting. It's that uh, obviously we've been talking about you know uh, you know large amounts of data being transferred back and forth uh, in the social world, but Twitter was really kind of the first to come out with this whole concept of microblogging. What is the prediction on microblogging? I mean, because we've been taught and and learn how to behave uh, in 160 characters. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, really, all Twitter is is SMS text messaging, the same stuff that's on your phone that you text your spouse or your kids. I mean, that's all it is, except mm-hmm. that you're allowed to create groups, people who follow yours, which means that when you send out a text message, instead of one person receiving it, a group receives it, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Every time someone in another group sends out a text message, you receive it. So the, if you think about it, the concept's not really that complicated. However, the psychology behind the technology is awesome. And the best way I can explain it, let me give you an example. You're familiar with um, uh, Mark Twain? Uh, because you're just so slow to, to move to market, uh, even with uh, the advent of social media. So I just appreciate you and what you have contributed to this planet. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> wow. You have talked about leaving a legacy and, contr- and contribution. You have done it. Uh, and I just appreciate you. So thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, give the address again uh, for people to get in contact with you yeah, and please. download you. Absolutely. It's just lonsafko.com, L-O-N-S-A-F-K-O.com. 
All right, my friend. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Lon Safko, the social media Bible, Fuse Marketing uh, Bible is coming out uh, shortly. And I think for two weeks, the upgrade, uh, the third edition of social media Bible is coming out. So, hey, stop what you're doing. Hang up the, hang up, uh, the phone, Philippe, and go and get this book. Talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you, sir.